Hey man, what up? You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee, man. These are some good old boys from New Orleans, and you should just kick back, open your ear holes, and listen, man. Have fun. JMU saying snooch to the dooch. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante, Sante, everyone, you are listening to the Magic Are We podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicAreWe.com is where you can find us for this episode. We're talking about a tale of two trips, Danny's and Lee's recent trip to Walt Disney World. And look, this isn't your typical polished, practiced, pixie dust and dizzy podcast. No, sir. We are not in the multiverse trying to tell you how to get from one universe to another to find Charlize Theron. <laughs> That's right, Kevin. We're here to drink, talk some Disney, and tell you guys about what kind of time we had on our Disney trips. And whether you love it or you want to love it some more, it's always going to be here because that's what we do. So just enjoy yourself another episode, will you? My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. I'm Eli. Lee's here. Plus, we have a special guest. Special guest, who are you, sir? Master of the multiversal travel, Cajun Chavez. <laughs> Cajun <laughs> Chavez. <laughs> so when you open up a portal to the multiverse, it's what's it like shape? Shape like a crawfish. <laughs> 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 I, thought. I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's like, it's like those, I, need, I need to see that on paper, Eli. I, I need to com- take commissions. Uh, yes, for you on that one. Sponsored you, you, by Perlis. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, look enough for my jibber jabber. Let's go talk about some Disney trips. Welcome to The Hub. This is our main topic segment of the show. And if you enjoyed the past two episodes where we talked about Dizzy Crew's trip for Danny, as mm-hmm. well as Lee's trip with his family and his must-dos and whatnot, we're continuing that discussion with more trip talk because we're talking about their land, Danny's land portion of his trip at yeah. Walt Disney World. As well as Lee's trip to Walt Disney World with all of his travel agent buddies. Magical and Moments Vacations people. Look, we promise not to go back anytime soon. <laughs> I know you had enough of listening to our journeys. You're like, man, just talk about the news or something like that. We don't want to hear about your stupid trips to Disney World. We promise this is the last one, right? Yeah, this is the last one. And then after that, we're, we'll get back to some of the other stuff that we enjoyed doing Unless it's well. a two-parter. Then this, this is the second to the last one. Two, but yeah, then, then we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That could happen. So that, that, may, that may happen since there's two of y'all. And mm-hmm. we're all about the multiverse, and uh-huh. it's, it's great. It, it's about multi things, mm-hmm. multi loving. They call me Danny Two Trips. Yeah, that's Danny right. Two Trips. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, you're polytripimus. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the fast pass. Get the fast pass. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, I'm gonna turn it over to you guys. I think y'all said you're gonna do day by day, talk about your experiences, but I'm gonna turn it over to you guys. Take us down the journey and tell us about your trip, and and say it slowly. Okay, Lee, do you want to go first? You want to do trip day one first? Well, let me just explain why I went back 
basically four weeks after I had gone with my family. Um, because your family sucked, and you just no, wanted to go. Uh, <laughs> this was not like a planned trip like the first one was. Like we had planned that trip pre-COVID to be a big family trip. And I think I talked about that uh, already, but an opportunity came up here where our agency does like an end of the year, kind of a get together for some of the top agents and we do it in different places. Uh, this is my first year being able to attend hmm. uh, and it was good timing because it's a 50th anniversary and all that kind of stuff. So I was invited to attend uh, this particular conference and I was more than happy to take advantage of it and get to meet some of these travel agents that I have not met before and put names to faces and all that kind of stuff. So that's the reason why I was back so soon after traveling with my family. Can I ask you a question real quick? Sure. What was the name of the conference? The MMV Diamond Celebration Conference thing, certain or other thing. I don't remember Jubilee? exactly what the, word it is. Hold on, let me tell you. <laughs> the MMV the, Magic Celebration Diamond Celebration of put that thing back where it came from or so help me yes that's it <laughs> so help me <laughs> travel agent to us okay. anyway so it was a big get together it was like i think there was 43 agents there all together oh my uh, from the agency including the owner and uh, some other people okay all right the owner was there the owner was there was she buying all the meals uh, there were a few meals that were purchased uh, that we were kind of get-together type situations where we all had dinner together one night. We went to a dessert party, which we'll get into all the details and things like that. Okay. Was there a hierarchy of travel agents, like the, the, the elite travel agents traveled together, and then there were the guys that really never sold a trip, like maybe once or twice? Well, no, because if you hadn't sold any trips, then you wouldn't be invited. So, oh. no. <laughs> These were basically like the top uh, agents in the agency for last year. So this is like the Navy SEALs of MMV right. vacations. Exactly. Okay. No Charlie Sheen, though. No. Yes. So okay. congratulations. Is, is, is that in order? Mm -hmm. And congratulations to all you Moicans for booking a trip with Lee. Thank you mm -hmm. for helping us out. Awesome. No hassle, Vika. No hassle, Vika. And then, Danny, you went on a We had just had your show about the Dizzy Cruise part. Right. Um, and as I alluded to, this was your land part of your this trip. Is, yes. Terra firma. Yeah. Terra firma. All mm -hmm. right. Where, where, where do you want to start? Day one. So, Danny, you guys went from the cruise ship, got on a bus, and headed to Coronado. Yes, we did. Okay. And so how was the bus ride over there? <laughs> it was a, basically Disney transportation, right? You, you, you say that like you know something. No, I'm just asking. I just remember. No, that, no, no. That there's, a, there's actually an interesting was the, story. Was there, was there a story to it? Right, yeah, there's a little bit of an interesting story about that bus ride now that you say it. <laughs> oh, do tell, do tell. Uh, so we boarded the, the bus at Port Canaveral to go to the Coronado Springs, right? And it's about, what, like an hour, I want to say? 45 minutes, an hour, 45 yeah. minutes maybe. Yeah. It, it was well over an hour because uh, they were playing some movie on this bus. And of all the Disney movies they could have chosen to play, they're playing some movie with a little girl, Jodie Foster, and a farting seal. A farting seal. A farting seal. I kid you not. And we got to see just about the whole of this movie. So this was well over an hour journey. So we're... A journey with farts. Yes. <laughs> we're on this bus. We're riding along. I think I think it was Florida. Was it 528? Uh, Kev, you, you're a little bit more familiar with that than I am. 520 is at the road, that the main thoroughfare that leads through... I-4? I four. I four. Maybe it was I four. Yeah. It wouldn't be I four because I four goes east to west. 
I thought right. it was five. Well, no, Port Canaveral's on the East Coast, so yeah, you would have eventually gotten on four, and then you would have. T- I think it's five twenty-eight at some point to get there. I don't know. So maybe we're riding I four, whatever it was. Yeah. we're riding along, and I'm watching this piece of shit movie, and I'm like, man, this sucks. And all of a sudden, the driver pulls the bus off the road onto the shoulder of the road. Oh, and no. puts it in park. And that doesn't sound good. Everyone's looking around like. What is what's going on? Is it something like did we just get a flat? Something just happened? And then suddenly the driver bolts out of his seat and tears ass to the back of the bus, saying, When you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And we didn't even realize this, but at the back of the bus is a bathroom. Like if oh, we yeah. would have known we would have even Yeah, it's a charter bus. Yeah, we would have taken advantage of it, but we didn't even realize it was back there. So um I mean, look, seeing that the last time my transportation to Disney made an unscheduled stop on a major thoroughfare, we almost got shot. I can live with the driver needing to stop the bus real quick on the side of the interstate to take a quick <laughs> <laughs> the, the first time he almost got shot, this guy was dropping bombs. Yes. Yeah. You were worried about getting dumped. This guy was taking one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. So we just sitting there, and this dude's doing his business, and finally, a few minutes later, he, he emerges and says, thanks, I feel so much better now. <laughs> Just, don't nobody go in there for 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> so was there like any kind of wafting of his odor? Because sometimes that happens on those buses. You know, Kevin, right. you know, I was sitting there thinking to myself when I was trying to remember what happened on the trip. I was like, you know, Kevin's going to ask me mm-hmm. if I actually smell <laughs> what The Rock was cooking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. I was midway through the bus, so <laughs> I was not close enough to the bathroom to tell. It could have just been a really, really long uh, stream. It could have just been that. I don't know for a fact that's what it was. Because I, I know on those buses there's an unofficial rule that says you only go number one on those things, never mm-hmm. number two. Just because, you know, it will waft in that enclosed cabin. I don't, like, I don't know. I don't do that. D- maybe, also, it had some, um, maybe it had some poopery in there or something. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Maybe you're right. I will say ever since the COVID, my sense of smell has never been the same. Oh, that so, might be to your benefit. Then. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Man. I go into those, like, I, I watch it's tough to be a bug. Stink bug goes off. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Doesn't even resonate anymore. I don't think it's as potent. But I mean, I digress. Uh, uh, my wife said the same thing. I was like, yeah, I ain't she's like, nah, I really didn't either. I remember like, there was a time yeah, I'm dizzy. like, oh. cutting costs. Mm-hmm. Damn you, JPEG. We want our farts. Dude, we went and saw It's Tough to Be a Bug. Hopper didn't even pop out. Like, Hopper was just a voice what? off screen. He, voiced, yeah. he, he phoned it in? <laughs> there was no Hopper animatronic whatsoever. Like, they're just letting that thing go to hell. Hopper was in B mode. Oh. Yeah, Hopper he was, was there in B mode. when I went. Oh, really? Yeah, the last week when I went. Wow, I'm telling you, like two weeks ago. Come on, admit it, Danny. Hopper said, when you got to go, you got to (laughs) go. That's why he didn't come out. He phoned it in from the bathroom. They gave him the microphone, and he's calling it in from the bathroom. Yeah, he's calling it in from the bathroom. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. (laughs) So that was my story on the bus on the way getting over. Always wild getting to Disney. I'm sorry you have to go through that, man. I've never heard that. I'll take that experience over the experience I had. I (laughs) did. With you. Yes, and I I didn't want to say anything, but when you said he pulled over, I I was kind of worried because I was there for that first experience. (laughs) Thank God. You're like, come on, who'd he flip off now? I know. I was like, where are they finding these drivers? All right. That was my my That was you. So you got to Coronado. Then We got to Coronado. All right. So you want me to continue going? I thought Lee was going. My bad. Oh, I don't know. Y'all tell me. Lee? 
All right, so Danny, you guys uh, caught the bus. I, I caught a lift. Uh, I was staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and uh, just uh, I took the first flight in. Got landed in Orlando around eight thirty, and headed right to the resort. There, uh, we were staying at uh, Jumbo House. I uh, got checked in, and it was uh, you know room wasn't ready yet, of course. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just drop my bags and I'll head over to uh, Animal Kingdom. So I had my Animal Kingdom reservation for that day, and. First time, and this will be kind of a, a, a theme going on as always. Is a lot of first time things here, but I uh, went to Tiffin's for lunch. Oh, and, and, Tiffin's, yeah, man. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I did Tiffin's, I did uh, Boma, and I did Sanaa all this week. So it was like a you know a whole Animal Kingdom eating experience this week. But yeah, so Tiffin's was really solid, although I wasn't quite as upscale i guess as i thought it was going to be like uh, looking at the menu and kind of hearing from y'all's experience i thought it was going to be a little more on the high end mm-hmm. uh, i guess i mean it is a deluxe restaurant but i was expecting it to be a little more, i don't know i was expecting it to be a little underdressed i guess but it makes sense since it's in the park that it wouldn't be that way yeah, i was just about to say it's about as high end as you can get in a park exactly and that's yeah, about it and that's yeah. about it so i think it was like uh, my my understanding of the situation or my expectations were different than what the actual reality was. But I mean, great service, um, had a really good waiter, uh, had uh, a great meal and then, um, ended up going, uh, that night we all met up at Epcot. Uh, the, so everyone got together that night at the actual park and we had dinner at the, uh, in the VIP lounge at the, I guess it's GM now that sponsors it. What? So we had we had dinner together there uh, at the what? VIP lounge at Test Track. Yeah, above Test Track. Yeah, it was right above Test Track. Yeah, that whole so thing sponsored by GM. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like I guess on top of Test Track or something, so you could yeah. look out and you could see. Yeah, it was so yeah, that's the GM lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we had dinner there, and then we all met uh, for the dessert party afterwards uh, to watch Harmonious. Well, so how was the? Uh, being in the GM lounge overlooking the park, the view. It was, it? I mean, it was cool. It was a great view. Uh, you could see the ball out there in the mm-hmm. distance and all that stuff. Um, the meal was pretty solid. It was, you know, it was kind of like what you get when you're at a conference. It's, you know, a chicken and an appetizer and a salad. And, but it was, like, really nice and white mm-hmm. tablecloths and all that stuff. They had an open bar, which, of course, I didn't take advantage of, but they did uh, serve everyone some drinks and adult beverages if you wanted to uh, partake in that. Was and, it a and, buffet uh, yeah. or was it a table service? No, it was, it was served, you know, oh, okay. like they had a, the opening, they give you a salad and then they bought the next app. I don't even remember what it was. I think we had like a chicken dish or something. It was, it was nothing like spectacular, but it was a nice setting and, you know, it was a full service dinner. Was it better than Space 220? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's not saying much. <laughs> it's a pretty low bar to clear. Um, but yeah, it was way better than Space Two Twenty. Okay, um, nice. Yeah, but uh, we did. We watched Harmonious that night, which is still uh, the view is I thought was a lot better if we were in Mexico. They had set up like a like a VIP area there to to watch Harmonious and. So the show itself was not really any better. It just was a much better view uh, from Mexico than than from where we saw it, uh, where we see it in the American Pavilion. Uh, oh, from so, where? Okay, I got William Kirk. Yeah, oh, it was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it was the dessert party was was fine too. It was uh, just a little buffet set up and stuff. So okay. it was cool. Uh, it was a good first, a good way to get settled in. 
And this is all sponsored by GM, the little place that you are in. Right. That's well. No, not the not the dessert party. The dessert party was in the Mexico Pavilion. Okay, so is that something that is being put on by Disney for your behalf, or is that something? Yes, that, I believe so. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming that all these dinners that we had together, I'm not sure if the agency paid extra for it or if it was just kind of set up in this way for the conference or what have you. But it was part of the experience of the of the conference. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Nice. And that was your day. That was your first day. So that was the first day, yeah. Did, you know, half the day at Animal Kingdom, then met everyone at Epcot for dinner and uh, desserts. Okay. Did you did you uh, go with Willem? So, yeah, William was there, and I don't know if I've mentioned Ed before. He is also uh, lives here in the area. He's from New Orleans? Really? Yeah, he's from the New Orleans area. I don't know if, like... We met him at the, the, the was the Enchanted Rose, uh, one of the first Yes, nights. yes, yes, that's right, that's right. So he was there as well. We were actually yeah. the only three uh, male travel agents this week so we were kind of had our own little click oh man so y'all must have been popular amongst the ladies huh? i was gonna say uh, you know who's the stud amongst you you william and ed who who was the one that was drawing all the attention oh you know uh <laughs> ed is like it wasn't me i will say that it wasn't me <laughs> oh sir stop everyone likes william he's he's a he's a fun guy to be around but uh who doesn't like William? He's that's, a character. Yeah. That's the guy you were rooming with, uh, right? Yeah. At one point, yes. Yeah. And we all had our own rooms. Uh, we didn't room. We didn't have any roommates this particular trip. Aww. So. No oh, problem. that's that's, okay. that's kind of neat. Yeah, but uh, the, the room was good once we got checked in. Is a Savannah view. Um, oh, nice. and it's like, nice. love those. Yeah, we saw the zebras and all that. It was kind of way at the end of the uh, of one of the hallways there, so it was. It's kind of a walk down the hall, but it wasn't too bad. But it was, yeah, all, okay. all. I think we all got like a Savannah view room, which is really nice. You walked into the Savannah, yeah, rhinoceros. Oh, you were right the, there, mm. zebras and wild lions, lions and tigers and, and, and ducks and, and the wild and bears and, and squirrels, pigeons, did all that stuff. Did you go out in the balcony at night and just soak it all in? No. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And he rode off on the women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you prune the hedges of? Man, many, many small, small villages, balcony, <laughs> many small huts. Did you did you Amber heard the pillows? <laughs> oh, oh, wow! <laughs> like the balcony. <laughs> Dude, like, did any wildlife try to nest in your beard while you were sitting out there? <laughs> no. No, he cut it, man. He did yeah, no room for that. Out. Is that as much beard? Look, his face looks thinner, man. Like I said, he might be the thinnest member of the Magic Away podcast now. <laughs> yep. Maybe. Maybe. We have to do a weigh-in next time. We will. Oh, man, I'm the heaviest. For sure. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't need to take that bet. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. It's a fun first day. All right, Danny? Yeah, it's kind of relaxing. Well, this might take significantly longer with me. Um, all right. So well, you craft the stories. So, yeah. Yes, I, I like the that. craft stories, don't I? First off, I want to say I was really looking forward to staying at the Coronado. And not because of the Grand Destino Tower they opened or anything like that, but just because whenever we would look into staying on property, it, we went straight from value to deluxe. We completely vaulted the moderates. But I always thought of all the moderates, if I had to stay at one place, I'd stay at the Coronado because they had one of the nicest looking pool areas on property. That Mayan temple backdrop always looked amazing to me and i i swore to myself if i stayed at a moderate i was going to stay at the coronado one day and we flirted with it a couple times even eli and i when we were going up for our little uh rendezvous to 
ambush you fine gentlemen uh, <laughs> that was where we were going to go until my wife had a few too many at American Boulevard and decided ah screw y'all need to go ahead and say the Polynesian she wouldn't let us say the Grand Floridian though that was uh, that's personal um, so finally having to get to stay at the Coronado that resort really impressed me I really did enjoy the Coronado now we were staying at the, the Ranchos which is about as far away as you can get from the lobby and the main area with the bars and the gift shops and restaurants and whatnot. But it's right by the pool, right? It's close to the pool. I'm not going to say it's right by the pool, but it's maybe a five-minute walk to the pool. And that's why I didn't really mind it so much because, I mean, one, the room and the TVs, it was already bigger than what we had in our cruise ship, so we're already a step up. There's internet. (laughs) My God, this is awesome. (laughs) Uh, I dug the Mexican Southwestern theming. I mean, that was just beautiful. Uh, We were close to the pool, as you put it. Uh, There was a bus stop. A very very short walk. Maybe within a minute, we were on a bus. Without a doubt, this was the best transportation resort I've ever stayed at. Where you walked up there and the bus was within three minutes. Even when it said that you had ten minutes to wait, a bus was there within three minutes, with the exception of one area, and that was Disney Springs. And that's because there's only one bus, and it's a long, 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 long ride. But really great transportation. Um, I'll tell you another thing is is Villa del Lago along with the Three Bridges Bar and Grill, was less than a five-minute walk away. What's Villa, what's Villa del Lago? Villa del Lago is this restaurant. Okay, and the Three Bridges Bar and Grill. So if those are unfamiliar with the Coronado, there's a huge lake in the middle of the Coronado called uh, Lago Dorado. Okay. Which means the Golden Lake. Mm-hmm. Because it's such a huge area that people would... On their way back to the resort, they just couldn't wait anymore, and they would just pee in the lake, and that's why they called it the Golden Lake. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> no, that is not why they called like it. Like on Golden I, Pond. I don't know why they called it that. Because where the golden child lived. Yeah. Because he took a piss in it. I, I, I want to pee I want in to the swim. pool. <laughs> but when they kind of redid the resort a little bit, they, they added these three bridges that each go off to a different section of the resort over this huge lagoon or this huge what they call a lake and in smack dab in the middle of those three bridges is Villa del Lago which I think transfer it's like the village of the lake something like that okay but that's why they call it the three bridges bar and grill because it, it's the convergence of three bridges smack dab in the middle of this water so when you eat there you're eating over this open water it's a beautiful scene it was really nice so when we ordered that for we would always go over there that's where we get our margaritas and whatnot for hmm. so it was a really nice bar so you didn't have to go all the way back to the lobby in other words to go ahead and get a drink Okay. Also, you could have continued forward and got to the 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 pool at the the bar pool. So it sounds like like this is like where all three areas can, can converge and join a drink together. It's really kind of cool. Like just imagine this expansive, uh, narrow bridge walkways that right over this huge area of water. It's so beautiful. And then smack dab in the middle of that, you just stop and have drinks. And then, boom, you go right back on your way. And it takes you to every other uh, area of the resort. You go to the ranchos, you go this way. You go to the, uh, the main lobby, you go this way. You know, going to the convention center, you go that way. You know, that kind of thing. So That's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's very, very, very cool. Uh, unfortunately, uh, check-in at the Coronado Springs <laughs> gave us kind of a sense of things to come <laughs> oh. in terms of the guest experience. And this is my biggest takeaway from the trip, and this will be an ongoing theme, is that cast member service at the Walt Disney World Resort 
has changed marketably. I mean, like it is just you recognize it immediately. And I'll kind of start with what we dealt with. Before we even showed up, there were a couple of problems that we needed to address. Okay. And Lee's kind of well aware of this because, I mean, first and foremost, we had older tickets, older existing tickets, and we were having issues adding Disney Genie Plus to those existing tickets. The rumor (laughs) was, and if you look it up on any website, they'll tell you that you can add Disney Genie Plus to your tickets at midnight the day before you know, you're, you're, you're set to use it, right? Right. But when we tried it when I was on supposedly. the cruise... Supposedly. allegedly. I tried it when I was on the cruise. I tried it. I'd bought the internet, like I said before. I tried it. I couldn't add it. Lee tried it. He couldn't add it. I woke up the next morning. Again, I couldn't add it. Lee woke up the next morning. Again, he couldn't add it. We were up at like 5 or 6 in the morning. I barely slept that night. Barely slept. Uh-oh. Yeah. Unfortunately, what we came to find out was that you could add it to your existing tickets, but not until 7 a.m. So we couldn't get Disney Genie Plus until all the available attractions were now open for booking. And at that point, you're already trying to book your Lightning Lane selection. So at 7 a.m., you're already on there. You don't need Disney Genie Plus to book your, your, the, the individual Lightning Lane selections like Rise of the Resistance. You know, basically the best Where, Yeah, the big baddies. Right. So that first night, we were going to stay at uh, Animal Kingdom. And so the very first one that we want to book is Flight of Passage. So immediately, you get on that at 7 a.m., and you try to grab Flight of Passage. When that process is over with, then you can purchase Disney Genie Plus, and then you can start making your selections. However, by that point, the best rides and all the earlier times for those rides have all been eaten up. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of a pain in the ass to not have had it going into it because it allows you to skip a step. So that was yeah. one issue. We needed to add Disney Genie Plus to our tickets before 7 a.m. when it's a free-for-all. Yeah, so, I mean, this is why we suggest that you just get Genie Plus for all your days from the get-go. Now, Danny already explained this, but just to to give you a little more detail on that, basically, like, Danny could not do that because he had, like, two tickets from this trip and then another ticket from a different trip, and then we needed to buy an extra ticket, and it was just a a big hodgepodge of Frankenstein of tickets um, for his trip, which... For Lily's tickets, she had all four days for Genie Pluses. So yep. her particular ticket was no problem all week long. That's right. Um, but again, for for the average consumer, you you really this is a reason why we say to go ahead and just get it for all your days. Even if like you're thinking to yourself, well, hey man, I might not need it for Epcot. That one day of not having it is going to cause you to have to do this every single day. Uh, of your trip it's either when you book it through your package it's either all or nothing you can't say well i only want to get three days of genie plus with this package no you either have to get it for all four days five days or you have to do it each individual day every morning so on and so forth so, so what you're saying is like i have tickets for july right now yeah yeah dizzy park hopper plus thing whatever i yeah it, if and i can add genie plus now right Right, to but, but I can only add it to all the. I have to do it through all the days. That's exactly right. Okay. If that, if that's how you want to do it, no, don't. Well, wait, wait, wait. He's already bought the tickets. You can still you can still add it your in advance right. of yeah. going there. Yes, but only because he's got a like a four day ticket or a five day ticket or whatever he has. He doesn't have a two day, then a one day, then a one day. 
I had a two day. Anna had a three day. My parents had four days, and we still right. couldn't do it. I'm just saying. I'm gonna look into it because I, I I don't think I bought it with mine because I didn't know I could do that. It's something worrisome, and and we'll get into a little bit more how it became worrisome as as the trip wore on. It okay. was just that first day we kind of realized, oh shoot, this is a problem because. This whole idea that you can just add Disney Genie Plus at midnight to a ticket that you've pre-purchased yeah, is nonsense. Yeah, we were doing that, right? We were getting together all week. We would get together at midnight, try to add the stuff, and it wouldn't work. So we'd be like, yep. okay, well, hey, let's regroup in the morning. Yep. So, you know, we were staying up till midnight mm-hmm. and then getting up at 6 o'clock the next morning to deal with it the next morning. So, Not to mention all the conversations that we had with cast members trying to solve this, but yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, so that was Disney Genie Plus was a major issue. Another issue was that my, my sister's family, they didn't have park reservations for the Magic Kingdom. Uh, the rest of us did. Me, my wife, my daughter, my mom, and my dad. Five people total. We did. Okay. My sister's family, four of them did not. So... The reason for that was because we all had tickets existing. They did not. They had to buy additional tickets for this trip. And by the time they got around to doing that, the park reservations for the Magic Kingdom were all gone. Damn. Damn. So, okay. Again, if, if you don't get your tickets at least like a month out, I think if you go a month out, you're okay. I haven't seen yet uh, a, a season busy enough to book out a whole month out. And to be Maybe, fair, yeah. we, were, we were going during Easter. So... Yeah, right, after Easter, right after Easter. So, yeah, yeah, it's a busy, yeah, yeah, it was a little busy at that time. Okay. So, uh, that was an issue. So, we just wanted to see if Disney could work a little magic and just be like, hey, look, five of us have reservations for the Magic Kingdom on this day. Four of us do not. We're traveling as a group. It's my parents' anniversary trip. I mean, we're all eating and doing this and whatnot together. Can you just make this work? So, that was another thing that we wanted them to handle. Uh, lastly, we had issues. How'd that go? <laughs> oh, <How'd> that go? <laughs> I think you already know. <laughs> <laughs> lastly, we also had issues with regards to our dining reservations at Tiffin's for that evening. Because oh. again, the first day was going to be at the Animal Kingdom, just like Lee. Uh, originally, we only had one issue in that we couldn't get a table for nine people. So what we did was we booked two separate tables. And all we really wanted to do is see if we can combine the two tables into one. Makes sense. However, we had a second issue come up, and this is going to be something that y'all want to take note of, and this is going to be something that I'm sure we'll discuss in detail later. Uh, We had a second issue come up when we purchased our uh, flight to passage uh, lightning lane access. So when you go to book your lightning lane access, and Lee, please feel free to chime in on this. The time that we were originally given, and granted, me and Lee and my sister... Maybe one wasn't my sister on the first day because we were still in the boat, and I'm pretty sure Sandy didn't purchase internet on the boat. But me and Lee, at the very least, were trying to go ahead and book that lightning lane for Flight of Passage. I was the one who actually got it. The time I was originally given was, do you wish to book this lightning lane access for 11.50 a.m.? Right. And you click yes. And so it, it goes ahead to process it. And then you get the confirmation screen. And it's like, do you really want to book this lightning lane uh, for a flight of passage for three thirty p.m. <laughs> and you're like, oh, uh, what happened? What happened yes. tomorrow, Eleven o'clock. Yes, yes, whatever. Yes, I do. Congratulations, you just purchased Lightning Lane for flights of passage at seven forty-five p.m. <laughs> 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 every time, every Lightning Lane purchase started where you started purchasing something for like ten or eleven a.m. And by the time the wheels ran. By the time you got it, it was closer to 5 to 6 to 7 o'clock at night. 
Jeez, yep. without yeah. fail, every time. Yeah, it, it's crazy, man. Like, uh, it, it just happens. Uh, I mean, not every time, but it's not unusual that the time you originally pick gets moved a couple of times. Yeah. You know, by the time you click, 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 everyone else is click, 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 clicking at the same time, and you just get what you got. But you would think that once you say, do you wish to purchase this, you're locked in. At least for a certain amount of time, like movie yes. tickets and stuff like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That well. is not the case. Yeah. And, and Lee just said it doesn't happen every time. For us, it happened every time. Oh, every time we booked scary. it, we got three different times. That's scary. The original me. time, the are you sure time, and the confirmation time. They were all three different times. Dang. Yeah. So when we finally got our lightning lane reservation for flight of passage it was at 7 45 p.m the problem was our dining reservations for tiffins were at 7 30 oh yep. no so <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it's like one just one more problem so now we're hoping to get all these issues resolved when we check into the coronado okay uh genie plus is obviously the most important one and obviously the one we thought would be the easiest because we we're like surely there's a way that you can just go ahead and say, hey, let's, we want to purchase Disney Genie Plus for all of our tickets. Kind of like Evan just said. Hey, I've got these tickets. I don't have Disney Genie Plus. Oh, cool. Call up right now, and they'll just give you Disney Genie Plus for the rest of your tickets. Seems easy, right? Seems obvious, doesn't sounds it? Simple. it sounds, sounds simple. Makes sense to me. logical. Makes yeah. sense. We talked to uh, the cast members over at the Coronado, and we were greeted with four different answers as it pertains to Disney Genie Plus. I'm afraid... No, you, so you got four different answers. You couldn't pick the answer you wanted. Oh, yeah, it was multiple choice, but all the choices were wrong. <laughs> I was gonna say it, comes, it should have been E, none of the above. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna wonder. Can I can I ask him with what are the responses? were? can I guess if one of the responses was a particular one? Sure. You're on your own. <laughs> You're on your own. I'll tell you what, that was the ultimate answer. That was what it all came down to. You're on your own. Oh, get out of here, kid. So the first answer came from the cast member who checks with you while you're waiting in line. Because so you're waiting in this long-ass line. We were waiting in this line. We were there for like maybe 15, 20 minutes okay. waiting to check in. This long line of people to see. And, and this person comes around, goes to each person. Do you have any questions? No, I'm okay. Do you have any questions? No. And they get to us. And I'm like, Genie Plus. We just tried to go ahead and book Genie Plus, and it didn't really work out. So can we go ahead and add Disney Genie Plus to our existing tickets that doesn't have Disney Genie Plus? And I was told by her, yes, sir. You've got two choices here. You could either purchase it daily at midnight, which, again, is the company line, You could, which we already knew was bullshit. But that's what they will tell you. Or they told us that we could just add it to the tickets for the entire length of our stay when we got up to the checkout counter. I'm like, perfect. Which would have been nice. That would be a great answer. That's a great answer. And it really, it's a very sensible answer. It really is. It does seem like if you're willing to pay the price for it, why shouldn't you be able to do it? So I was happy with that answer. And I told the family, make sure when you get up there, you tell that cast member when you're checking in that they need to add Disney Genie Plus to all of your tickets for the entire length of your stay while you're there. That's when we got three additional answers. Uh, Oh, so my sister tried to do it, and they told her that they could do it, but not at the counter at the Coronado. They had to go see guest relations in the park. My mother was told that they could do it right then and there at the Coronado, but they wouldn't get credit for the Disney Genie Plus they had already purchased for the day. 
because we'd already had to purchase it in order for them to go ahead and have options for that day. And so they said there's no credit for that purchase. So they'd have to buy four new days straight of Disney Genie Plus, which my parents were like, well, no, that doesn't make any sense. We're not going to do that. You're not ripping us off for $30. I was going to say they had to eat it? That's what they were saying. Oh, wow. Which that sounds weird. That doesn't sound right. Like that makes no sense whatsoever. It doesn't. My parents went and told me the same thing, and I said, "Well, screw it. I'll eat the thirty dollars. I don't give a damn. I'm not getting up uh, trying to go ahead and get Disney Genie Plus. In addition to getting Lightning Lanes, in addition to getting Disney Genie Plus selections, I'll pay the thirty dollars. I'm done. I, yeah, fine. On vacation, doing I, all that. I would do it. <laughs> so then we get up there, and we were told unequivocally by the cast member. Now, I should preface this by saying that we're sitting there trying to do this. My dad walks over to me, and he's like, hey, look at this. And he shows me this article, and it was like, Disney says you should not buy Disney Genie Plus. And he's like, hey, Danny, look at this. <laughs> and I said, what? And I'm like, oh. And the cast member was like, what is that, sir? He's like, it says that Disney says we should not be buying Disney Genie Plus. <laughs> oh, sir, no. Disney Genie Plus is something special. And, you should. and her whole demeanor changed after that interaction there. But bottom line was is that what she ended up telling us, I'm like, okay, thank you, Dad. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> and then... She comes back and she's like, yeah, uh, I looked into it. You, you can't buy Disney Genie Plus. You have to purchase it at midnight the night before, which again, all of us knew was bull****. So I'm like, well, is there anything that we can do about it? It's like you can talk to guest relations in the parks, but that's all I can do for you. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, that does make a little sense to me that they can't do it from the hotel because it's a ticket thing. It's mm-hmm. not a hotel thing. So sure. that I understand. Yes. Uh, and I understand that the hotel would have told you that because it's kind of one of those things that's like, well, you know, that's not really our, you need to talk to someone in, in ticketing about that. And of course, where do you get the tickets? But at the park. Exactly. So it does make sense, but just unfortunately it just wasn't true. <laughs> Wait, I was going to say time out on, on that. Not like time out, but yeah. They don't have the number, the ticketed office, because they all work in the same place where they could have said, you know what I mean? Like, Isn't it's- that like common sense that they could just like one hand would be able to talk to another? But no, it doesn't work like that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm learning something because, you know, so- most jobs, let's say you went to Walmart and you say, hey, excuse me. Mr. Walmart cashier, there's a hole in the towel I just bought in the towel section. Mm-hmm. They don't say, hey, call Mr. Towel, the manufacturer, they say, okay, ma'am or sir, we'll get you in touch with such and such. Or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's usually a chain of command of some sort. So it's just odd that they say, hey, you're not going to get the ride in the park you want. So just go to the park anyway and then keep your adventure going, you know? The, again, we'll get to this eventually, but what you're saying is exactly where we're going with this is that there became a sense it used to be in my experience when you went to a disney cast member and you said especially a a, a higher ranking the guy uh, or a girl with a computer that could look into things and and see what was going on and see that what the issue that you were facing was a legit issue that you really kind of needed to work out they would sprinkle a little pixie dust on it make a little magic happen I did not see that anymore. That power, if that power ever existed, which I believe it did, that power has been stripped from your average cast member at Disney World. I can okay. see that. I, and we'll, again, more on that later. Another issue pops up at this point in time because we come to find out that our rooms are all ready, but my mom and dad's rooms are not ready. So we go ahead and we're like, well, let's go back to our room. We'll all just drop off the, the luggage in our room and we'll make our way to the Animal Kingdom. But come to find out, since their room wasn't ready, they didn't print them out a, a, a key card. 
And the key card now, as we all know, since there's no more Magic Bands, has your room. park tickets on tickets, it. Tickets, yeah. Yeah, it's not just your room key. It's your park. So they have no park tickets. They have it on the app. It shows it, but you can't just scan it on the app anymore. Uh, they don't make it like that. Oh. So it's like, uh, okay, we're just going to have to go to guest relations at Disney's Animal Kingdom when we get there and straighten all this stuff out because there's a multitude of issues. And my parents have park tickets to get in. My, my sister and them don't have park reservations for the Magic Kingdom. We don't have Disney Genie Plus. There's just like a ton of stuff that we need to have handled. So we go ahead, we get to the Animal Kingdom, and it took us about 20 minutes in line. We waited about 20 minutes in line. Only to be told that they couldn't add Disney Genie Plus to our tickets because our tickets were older tickets. But we could try talking to someone from Disney IT because they believed that those people could go ahead and at least make it to where we could at least buy the tickets at midnight. Oh, no. Otherwise, if they're not able to make it work, again, you're on your own. You're on your own. <laughs> You're on your own. Uh, as <laughs> far as buy Genie Plus or buy the tickets? As far yeah. as buying Disney Genie Plus. Okay. The tickets were already there. Yeah. As far as our fast pass dining reservation issues, uh, we'd have to try moving things around in the app ourselves or talk to Tiffins and ask them to fix it. But otherwise, there was nothing guest relations could do about the fact that our Disney Genie Plus time was scheduled at the exact same time as our dining reservation. You're wow. on your own. You're on your own. And lastly, we were told that they couldn't change my sister's family theme park reservations for Magic Kingdom. They just have to keep trying in the app. So basically, we waited in line for 20 minutes for nothing because Disney Guest Relations pretty much told us that the answer to all of our questions was, go ahead, kid, keep trying. You're on your own. <laughs> You're on your own. And I mean, it's not like we're trying to scam them out of anything. We're asking to purchase the Disney Genie Plus that is purchasable. They just won't let us buy it for whatever reason because of our tickets. We're asking them to fix our park reservations and, and, and fix the dining reservations that they themselves made an issue when they kicked back our, our lightning lane reservation three times. or t- Well, at least twice. So anyway... That's still a lot, though. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, twice. for a cast member to work in a place called Guest Relations, that was not too relatable. So, like, the hell with this? Okay, no sense in doing this. At least mom and dad got tickets in the park. Let's all go in the park. Okay. We go to enter in the park. We try to enter in the park. My niece's tickets don't work. <laughs> no! So no. they try it several times. They're scanning a thing. They, you know how the cast member in white with the iPad comes over? She goes ahead and does it. And what do you know? They go, well, yeah, we can't fix it. Y'all have to go back to guest relations. You're on your own. You're on your own. No, 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 no. At, at, at the park. So they're back in line for the second time over at Disney's guest relations over there. And they're like, you know what? Don't even worry about us. We'll, we'll catch up with y'all when we get to oh, Tiffin's. Wow. Y'all go to Tiffin's and try and straighten out the dining stuff. Because, uh, man, and this is all damage control at this point in time. We're just trying to fix legit issues <laughs> that just keep popping up because of, 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 of real things that are going on with Disney's uh, system. And that's not even for you to fix is the irony of it. <laughs> wow. Exactly. So we get to Tiffin's and there's just a line of people checking in at reservations. And this cast member, she just looks like she's got battle fatigue, man. She looks <laughs> oh, completely yeah. overwhelmed. There's a line of people. They keep going up with her with, with various issues. She just looks exhausted. So considering our luck up until this point, I'm like, I'm not expecting much. So I wait in my turn in line. I get up there and I say, look, my family and I have reservations, but it's two different times, two different tables. We'd like to see if we can get one big table. Can y'all make that happen? And she just gives me this exasperated, almost 
frantic look like I wouldn't have been surprised if in that moment she would have just taken that iPad and just slammed it to the ground and just stomped on it and ran <laughs> screaming to the park exit. I quit. I quit. <laughs> I'm done. Like she just We surrender. We surrender. Like her, her nervous response system was stressed to the absolute brink and she has, she was just beyond Aww. the realm. It was like, yeah, what is it like? Was it Full Metal Jacket or, or Platoon? Like it looked like she had that look like she's been in the. Sh- oh <laughs> you know, wow! Like, that she had that. She there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> private, private, private. You hear? I quit. So I'm waiting for this woman to snap. And instead, she just she takes this deep breath. She seems to compose herself, and she starts looking at her iPad to see if there's anything she could do. But she's already shaking her head no. <laughs> like, she already knows what the answer is. Oh, wow. And I just don't see anything. I just, and I start talking, like, to try and diffuse the situation and kind of be like, look, I'm a good guy, good family, and stuff like that. I'm like... Ma'am, look, we don't have to go at 7.45. We can go early if you need us to go earlier. We can go later. If you want to go later, we'll go later. You won't even have to sit us um, <sighs> you know, together. Just like, can we be near each other? We can be two tables. Can we just near each other? And you know, she just sighs and she's like, <sighs> all right, let me go in and talk to somebody. Pitch it, man, pitch it. She goes, walks back into the restaurant. And we're like, okay, cool. So we go sit down a little, uh, which you know, the little bench, not benches, but like little oh, stone areas. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah, like you kind of sit down. You can just kind of rest for a little bit. And we're sitting around. And she comes back out, and she starts going right back up to the new people who've come in line. She's just dealing with their issues, and I'm like, oh. Okay, well, I'm sure she'll get to us eventually, and she's probably just waiting to talk to us. And at this point in time, my sister's family shows up. And so the good news is we were able to fix Emmy's ticket because Emmy was in the park, so good on that. Emmy was finally in the park. The bad news is that my sister noticed on the walk over that when they got Emmy into the park, they somehow managed to wipe out her remaining day of park tickets <laughs> what? for the rest of her stay. So three days of park tickets were wiped out. Emmy had no more park tickets. What? So my sister was like, shoot, I got to go back to this guest relations thing again? So she was like, screw it. I'm not going now. Uh-uh. We'll just go on the way out of here. So, but yes, they wiped out their remaining day of tickets. That's oh, crazy. my gosh. That's a mess. Finally, like, I get into line because I can see this woman's not coming over to me. So I get in line. And I'm waiting with the rest of the people. And finally... I come up there and she's like, sir, I'm, I'm waiting to find out about you. We'll see what happens. And I kind of step off to the side. And just as I'm doing that, some woman walks out and she kind of goes over. She's got a headset on. She whispers to the woman. The woman whispers to her and they walk right back into the restaurant. You're like, okay. <laughs> all right, cool. We're really causing some issues here. And all right. And so finally, the woman walks right back out again. And she says, okay, we can get you in and we can sit y'all together. Just make sure you're here for 7.30. Great. Thank you. Awesome. Move on. I'm like, good news. Finally, some magic happened. They were able to go ahead and get us all at the same table. We're good to go. And just as I'm saying that, I realized, uh, I forgot about the Avatar tickets. <laughs> Avatar tickets? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the, the, the lightning lane. Oh, the lightning lane. So they're like, oh. well, just go back and ask her. I'm like, I'm not going back there. <laughs> you was getting a thousand yards stand. That woman's going to go crazy. Ain't no way I'm going back. Ain't no way. So I'm like, look, we'll just deal with it when it gets closer to seven. When it gets closer to seven, I'll go talk to the people over at Flight of Passage. And maybe then they all move things around to get us into Flight of Passage early. So that way we can go ahead and see that. And then we won't miss out on, 
you know, which called uh, Tiffins, and we'll be able to see Flight of Passage, and everything will work out good. Nice play. Yeah. So we go over, and like we go check out Navi River Journey. Not because, you know, we were all just dying to see Navi River Journey, but because that was one of the few things my sister and them had. Because, you know, Animal Kingdom, obviously, besides Kite Tales, there's really nothing new to see over there, and they haven't been in years. So really, Navi River Journey was one of those things. And because we made a Disney Genie Plus selection for it, we went to go see it, because my sister's family hadn't done it. And my niece summed up, the thoughts of pretty much anyone who's ever ridden Nobby River Journey. Because <laughs> when that boat turns the corner and you see the shaman over there singing that song, and you, yeah, and you turn that corner and there's the disembarkment station, my niece just screams out, That's it! <laughs> 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 and that's pretty much anyone's reaction who's ever ridden Navi River Journey, which is that it's a nice little ride, but it is way short, and they don't really have anything much very beyond that. Short journey. Your 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 next generation of young females in your family are very harsh on rides. I tell you, that's it. This was not worth it. These are the two classic <laughs> lines. Oh man, well, I hear that. I, I hear that. My niece is a huge Disney fan, and she's pretty much like her mom. In the sense that she's nicer than her mom. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but she feels all this stuff. So she will go to war. You know, like if something, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's near and dear to her soul. And so that anyway. was a rough start, though. That was a rough start for her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So we go to uh, we go to Tough to Be a Bug, and I was telling you about that earlier, that there's no working hop or anything like that, that thing. But that thing still holds up well. It's always funny when, you know, you, you get that moment where the... the, the Other little grubs and the, stuff. Yeah, a lot of the maggots and the cockroaches walk out, and you still see kids running in sheer terror, and just like, man, it's been, what, over 20 years, and the ride still works. Yeah. It's kind of like Jaws. The shark is still working, the ride is still working. <laughs> Very effective. By that point in time, the kids are a little hungry, so I check the app, and I see that the Nomad Lounge has, like, a 10-minute wait. So I'm like, perfect, man. We've been to the lo- Nomad Lounge. All of us love the Nomad yeah, Lounge. Yeah, it's a great place. Yeah, yeah, good, good stuff. stuff. So I'm like, well, let's just go there. We'll grab a drink. We'll grab a snack, and, and we'll have a, a, a good old time over there for a little bit. And we got to the door. There was yet another cast member who looked that like maybe they just spent a little bit too much time in the sun. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, she just had this sour look on her face, <laughs> like this is not going to go well. So we we go up there and we ask for a table, and she said, "Okay, well the wait's over fifty minutes." And I'm like, "Well, the app says it's like a, a ten minute wait," and she's like, "Yeah, no, sir, we don't have any tables. You know, you're gonna have to wait at least fifteen minutes." And we were looking right outside, and there are like clearly two or three open tables outside of the thing I'm like well what about those can we just we'll just sit outside that's fine and i said oh no no sir those tables are reserved too I'm like <laughs> okay can we go sit at the bar no sir you can't sit at the bar the bar's crowded you know you just you know, what you, call you put your name on the list but that's all i can do for you so frustrated man we just kind of walk off and, and we find a hot dog cart nearby and we there's a little shady area over there and we just sit over there and we buy the kids hot dogs and chips and sodas and whatnot and so we just enjoy some shade because we really didn't have anything to do because the disney doesn't genie plus with the two hour wait period between rides is all of our attractions are so spread out we've got nothing going on for at least two hours mm. Yeah, so I think that's something that I had mentioned on my trip uh, report was that, you know, you end up getting these fast passes, these Genie Pluses, but everything is pushed out till 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock. And again, God forbid you get a dining reservation somewhere in there that's going to interfere with it. So 
our whole trip, we went for seven total days, and we never used the park hopper. Yeah. Because we were never in a position where we could, I mean, we could, we could just leave and give up all those passes that we had made. Um, but, you know, at that point, you're all kind of invested. You're like, yeah. hey, I've got this pass at 5 o'clock, and I've got the Slinky Dog at 6, and I've got the Toy Story at 6.30 or whatever. So it is interesting that this is causing you to stay in those parks longer. And I don't know if that's with an nothing to do with nothing to do. And again, you know, we, we just went to all the photo passes and, <laughs> and hit up the photo pass guys is all we did. That's all really, that's it. That's all you can do. You either, you find a shady spot, you find an air conditioned spot, especially when you walk around in the heat, it was a hot day, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the park like animal kingdom where there aren't yeah. that many rides anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, could you have gotten a genie pass for a stuff to be a bug? Sure, probably, but what's the point in that? Well, we already done it. It was <laughs> it's worthless, you know. Yeah. yeah. So as the kids are finishing eating, they decide that hey, look, dinosaurs only got a twenty minute wait. Do y'all mind if we go just go run ride dinosaur while y'all just sit here and just chill in the shade? And we're like, nah, go ahead, go go do that and. They go do that, and the whole time, really, while we're sitting there, I'm just eyeing the Nomad Lounge to see if anyone goes sit <laughs> at those open tables right out Shoot. in front, because I'm sure that we're being fed a line of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so a few minutes goes by, and then that Sourpuss cast member just kind of walks off, and a new cast member comes in and takes her place. So I hop up. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go see if I can just at least go get us a drink. I'm going to go over there and give it a shot. So I get up. I walk over and ask a new customer. I'm like, look, I don't need a table, dude. I just want to go inside and go grab a drink real quick. And he's like, absolutely. Go ahead. So I go in there. And don't you know, not only is there nobody at the bar, maybe two or three people, maybe, but there's at least two or three open tables in the restaurant that are just unoccupied, let alone the two to three outdoor tables that are also unoccupied. I'm like, how do you like this? I, I grab a couple drinks for Anna and I, and I go back and, and send word to the others. And I'm like, hey, man, that place is almost half empty. And my brother-in-law, Aaron, seeing us with drinks, <laughs> not one to miss the... <laughs> he's not going to miss an opportunity if one exists. He's like, well, I'm going to go over there. He grabs my sister, and they go over, and they head over to Nomad Lounge to investigate matters further and get themselves their own drink. And the next thing I know, I get a text from him. He's like, Dee, I've got a table. Come in, just tell them that you're with the party for two and that you're going to go join them. And, you know, what you call it? I got us a couch and some chairs and stuff like that. We're inside. It's all good. Just come over here. So we go over there. And at that point in time, the cast members switched back to no! the sourpuss lady. <laughs> oh, no. It was. And so I get up there and I'm like, hi. And she's looking at me suspiciously already. And I'm like, we're, we're joining the party for two. Uh, that, and she's like, well, who is that? And I'm like, the, the people that just came, cause Aaron didn't say give a name. And so I'm like the party for two. The, and I start pointing cause Aaron's in, and I can see him through the glass waving. And I'm like them right there. We were joining them. She's like the Russo's. And the Russo. <laughs> did he steal someone's reservation? Sort of, kind of. You see, my brother-in-law <laughs> will use fake names. Like if if you call, like a lot of times, my my brother-in-law works for Coca-Cola, so people will call him up with like with phony names all the time to be like so just because they get a kick out of it when. Oh, okay. The. Secretary for Coke all of a sudden like rings on the intercom. Aaron Zerang, Jim Duggan on the phone for <laughs> Aaron Zerang. <laughs> okay. I, thought he, I thought he somehow knew there was someone named 
with that name that had a reservation, and he took their reservation. I misunderstood. Yeah, no. The, the, okay. No. Well, that would have been awesome. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't know because I thought maybe Aaron had given the phony name because he would he would always use wrestler names like when people would call <laughs> and stuff like that where it would be like uh, oh my god Ernie Lad <laughs> call Aaron's ring from Ernie the Big Cat Lad Butch Reed baby Butch Reed so please connect me with Mister Heck. <laughs> and so anybody that knows our, our former podcast, we've talked about this before, there was a gentleman by the name of Ryan Russo, who was Eli's arch nemesis. So I thought maybe Aaron had kind of given Ryan Russo's name just as a goof. So I'm like, yeah, sure. That, yeah, that's him right there. That, that's us. She's like, okay, go ahead. And so we go in, we sit down, now we're in the air conditioning, and sure enough, I mean, the bar is half empty. And we sit down, we're checking our menus and everything like that. We're like, oh man, good job, da da da. It was no more than five minutes, and that woman came back and she looked at us and said, Y'all are not supposed to be here. Y'all are not the rooms. <laughs> oh no. And we're like, what? What are you talking about? Like, no, I and apparently what had happened was there was a miscommunication where she thought Aaron was just going inside to get a drink or something like that, or the other guy thought Aaron was just going to get a drink, and then they realized, like, Aaron just went ahead and sat down at whatever was open, and they were like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. that these are all reserved. So we are like, okay, well, we're just going to go to the bar. So finally we go to sit at the bar. I mean, this they, that woman did not want us dining in the Nomad Lounge that day. I wait, can tell you that. I'm sorry, wait. So you said... <laughs> so the odds of him... He didn't pick the name Russo. He didn't literally. pick the name Russo. <laughs> it was really the Russos. It was almost like the Underhills, like from Fletch. <laughs> like, we were just going to order a bunch of stuff and charge it to the Russo. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. He'll pay for that towel. He'll pay for that. So okay. we made our way to the bar, and we sat there. We had a great time. We stayed there for like 30 minutes. We ordered food. We ordered Walt's Chili Dogs and stuff like that. The kids came back. They come in. That's how much room there was when the kids came back. They came and sat at the bar, and they sat with us. And it was just the whole time we're looking back at that Russo table and what do you know, no point in time did the Russos ever show up. The Russos never came by. There were no Russos. It was a Russo-less bar. (laughs) (laughs) You sure it was a Daniel LaRusso that was supposed to show up? (laughs) Here's what I don't get. Like At first I was trying to be like devil's advocate. Like, okay, maybe they're they're short-staffed on waiters or waitresses so they cannot sit any one of these tables because they don't have enough waiters or waitresses to wait on the tables. Mm-hmm. But obviously there was someone who had reserved that table. Now, we I mentioned this before, that I was specifically told that if your Fast Pass or your Genie Pass conflicts with your dining reservation, that you should go to the Genie thing first and then deal with the dining reservation later because they can accommodate you easier. And I had been told that by several cast members, and that's what we did that entire week. It wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you guys had the exact opposite experience, that obviously the Russos were off riding flights of passage somewhere. They Apparently, never showed up. They booked out the whole restaurant, though, Lee, because there were at least two to three open tables, not just the Russos tables, the tables outside. Every, like, they must have booked the entire restaurant because no one showed up, and we could have had any one of those tables. That's yeah, I mean, that, at that point, if I'm if I'm running that restaurant, if I'm you know the manager or whatever, I'd be like, hey, where's the Russos? Yeah, they were supposed to have been here a half hour ago. I've got people waiting. Give them a table, and we'll deal with the Russos when they get here. Yeah, you would think. Good lord. So anyway, know. after all that, we 
we get cooled off. We stay in the air conditioning. We're good. Okay, now all of a sudden we have that run of fast passes or lightning lanes or Genie Plus, whatever yeah, all you want to call them nowadays. Uh, we go hit Expedition Everest. We go hit Kilimanjaro Safaris. We go take a pitch in front of the Tree of Life and everything like that. And then finally, my mom and dad, who, you know, they get motion sickness. I do too. Like, I think that's where I get it from. But they were like, you know what? We're not doing the flight of passage thing. And Anna's like, you know what? I'm not doing the flight of passage thing. And I'm like, that's cool. Y'all stay here. We'll go try and work out this flight of passage thing. So me and Aaron and Sandy and Kelly and Emmy and Lily, we go to flight of passage. And I go tell the cast member, I'm like, look, we got lightning lane access to Light of passage. passage, but the problem is, is that we have uh, lightning access at seven forty-five. Our reservation uh, at, at Tiffins is for seven thirty. Can you just let us on like early? This time it's like seven fifteen, and the woman yeah. looks at me and is like, "Well, sir, no, we can't do that. That's just not how it works. You just have to come back when it's it's your turn." And I'm like, "Yeah, but we have reservations for that point in time. We we're supposed to do." And she's like, "Um." All right, hold up one second. She gets on the phone. She calls somebody. And she talks to that person. She talks to that person. Talks to them, hangs up the phone. And then she goes right back to checking people into flights of passage. And I'm like, it's like the same thing before where they just... For the restaurant. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, she just goes right back to it. And I'm sitting there. And my daughter has a habit. Whenever she gets bored or whatever, she'll just hang on you. She'll just kind of like put the full length of her weight on you and just kind of lie on you and that kind of thing. So she's just starting to do that. Like even when we're at a restaurant or um, or at the grocery store, if she's bored, she'll just kind of lie on you, that kind of thing. And so the, she just starts doing that. And so finally the girl checks in everybody that she needed to check in. She looks over and is like, yeah, I'm sorry, sir. I don't know what to tell you, but we just can't do anything about it. And I was like, yeah, but we paid for this. I was like, look, I tell you what. My wife, she's back. She's not going to go. I don't have to go. We've already paid for this. You can have our $30. We won't ride it. Can you just let these five people on? And, and they won't come back at 730. And I just let them on now. And, and she's like, no, sir, it's just not how it works out. And I, Lily's like in my chest at this point in time. And she's just looking at me with this forlorn look. And I look down at her. And I look over to Casper and I said, so what you're telling me is I either have to cancel our flight of passage lightning lane access or I have to cancel our reservations at Tiffin's. And she looked at me and she's like, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Let me make one more phone call. She gets back on the phone again. And again, if Lily wasn't looking so pathetic as if she was about ready to cry, and really my daughter's just being a ham like she always is. <laughs> she just can't stand. Just like, ugh, this is boring. I don't want to be here. Um, so the woman calls again. Finally, she hangs up the phone. She says, okay, it's fine. Y'all come on in. And wow. they finally let us in. It took a couple of tries to get that to work. But it finally worked. And we're only talking about a 30-minute difference. We walked out of there. By the time we got out of the ride, it was 7.30. Boom, reservation hit. And we walked right into Tiffin's right when we got over there. And what do you know? We walk into Tiffin's. Half the restaurant's empty. Oh wow! Half the freaking restaurants empty. Oh, the Russos are there. You just can't see <laughs> yeah, them. yeah, they, they the Russo, yeah, the Russos <laughs> mess the whole thing up for everybody. Oh uh, my god! I mean, that, that, that that's all jives because I, I tried to go in a couple times, even like ten minutes early. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, you, you, we can't let you in. Like the the best they'll do is five minutes. Lee, I'll, I'll never forget like 
we went one time with to the to Animal Kingdom. This was like before even COVID, and we were with Stephen Downs. And mm-hmm. Steven's like, hey, I'm just going to hang around with you guys. And I'm like, oh, we got reservations. Uh, we got a fast pass or whatever to uh, um, Flights of Passage. He's like, yeah, I'll just hang around with y'all. I'll tell them when I'm with y'all. <laughs> I'm like, dude, is that going to work? He's like, oh, yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah, works. And Steven just walked up and was like, hey, I don't have a fast pass. I'm with those guys. And I just couldn't give a, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah, they just waved it off. Now, it's like their nuts have been cut off. It's like they have been, yeah, remember, um, Sin of a woman, where Al Pacino's like, you know, I've seen people with their arms up, but there's nothing like the sight of an amputated spirit. Yeah. There's no process. Their spirit has been destroyed. Like, these cast members that used to revel and delight and making a little magic and taking whatever issue, as long as it was a legit issue, and taking it and making it better, they just tow the company line now. And they tow it. And they tow it, and they tow it until the point where you're about ready to snap. And then finally, they will call somebody who gives them the authority to do what they should have just done in the first place, which is to say, I totally understand. This is Disney. It's a fluid place. You're dealing with fluid conditions. We need to be able to help you. And that spirit is gone. That's probably Genie Plus, whole Genie Plus system. I... You know, because yeah. money's involved now, and so that's what they got to do. Yeah, but I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. But does it really matter if you ride at seven or if you ride at seven thirty? As long as you have purchased a, a a ride, a space on the ride, sure. Does it matter whether it's seven thirty or it's seven or it's ten o'clock at night? It really doesn't matter. You would scheme of things. You wouldn't think so, Lee, but I mean, that's that's just how it works these days. I mean, there is no sense of, hey, this is Disney. We go above and beyond the please you. It's no, we're Disney and whatever the line is, we're towing the line and we will not allow a single foot to step above uh, beyond that line. I'll give you another good example. So uh, here, here's one. So one of the things that I kept telling my sister and them is that you got to stick around in Animal Kingdom. You got to see Avatar or Pandora or whatever you want to call it at night. It sparkles. Like during the day, it's not no. overwhelmingly beautiful. But when you see it at night, that place just sparkles. It lights up. It's some, you've got to see Pandora at night. I kept saying that to him over and over and over again. And we were going to be in the, the Animal Kingdom until well after 8 o'clock because, again, we had dining reservations. So we wrap up. We go over there. We go eat at Tiffin's. We get – and we had a great meal, by the way. I wanted scallops, but all they had was, like, the surf and turf, which was, like, scallops and beef tenderloin. I'm like, I just want scallops. And, like, we can get you, like, four – boom, surf and surf. Give me that. <laughs> I want all the, all the scallops. All Whatever scallops. I could get. We talked to him about Pappy Van Winkle and all, because kind of to what Lee was saying before, Tiffin's used to be a special kind of thing. We were kind of talking to the waiter about that, and he was kind of engaging us on that. And we was like, yeah, I was, we were telling him, he was like, yeah, I remember when we said the Pappy Van Winkle. We used to do stuff like that all the time. He's like, here's the thing. They don't do it anymore. And we're like, why? And he's like, well, some of it's COVID, some of it's this, and some of it's that. But it's like, really, it's like they've just kind of gotten away from doing these things and I'm like but that's what makes it so special the idea that you can show up here and you can have something that you've never tasted in your life right you know and it's just like it's a treat it's that once in a lifetime treat and it's like and he just pretty much 
It's like, yeah, I get it, and I really hope we get back to that someday because mm-hmm. I enjoy it. just working here. It's like there's like some special that is a snow leopard kind of drink that they make over there. But he's like, we're having trouble getting that in even. So it's like everything is just so streamlined and cost uh, effective, and, and and they just don't offer those kind of things anymore. But they, that's neither here nor there. But it was just a fascinating conversation to see how things have changed mm. since the days of Cam <laughs> and the Pappy Van Winkle yeah, and quickly, all that too. Yeah, very quickly. It, where it's just like that menu used to sparkle. Where it's like you were eating like things that you'd never heard of before. That was and, their thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and now I mean, I had shrimp and grits. Yeah, it's, and it was good. Don't get me wrong, but it was kind of I think. Mean, you could I go kind of looked over the menu and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess you know, I guess I have the shrimp and grits. You can go anywhere in New Orleans against shrimp and grits. That yeah. menu used to be like, I'm going to eat bison now. It's yeah. exotic. Yeah, yeah. it was some, very yeah, exotic. some zebra with a side of lion teeth. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we walk out of there, and so we're like, all right. Take a right. Let's head towards Pandora so you can see Pandora at night. As soon as we start walking that way, there are cast members pointing us the other way, going like that, going like, no, 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 park's closed. You got to go out go out that way, go out that way. And my sister's like, no, 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 we're not trying to ride anything. We were just walking. We just wanted to see it at night. No, you can't go that way. You got to leave. Other. It's like, but it's our last day. Like, we're not going to be here. We're just the last time to see it. I'm sorry, ma'am. You got to go that way. You got to get out of here. And you can just didn't care. Like, we had no need to go ride anything. We weren't trying to get anything. It was just, they just wanted to walk through one time to see Pandora at night, and they would not let them. Wow. Oh, wow. It it was like, damn, things have really changed. And so, we... We leave. Uh, my sister and my mom and Kelly and Emmy, they all stay behind at guest relations because they got to deal oh, with the Oh, they got to deal with the ticket. Yeah. 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 Oh, with that. yeah. And then the rest of us head back to the resort. And everyone's tired because, especially me, like I hadn't even gotten, like, um, I hadn't gotten a full night's sleep because I was up until uh, way past midnight trying to book these uh, stupid Genie Plus thing. And I was up at five trying to do it again with Lee. Um, so we're tired and everything like that. My mom and dad are in there. My, my dad doesn't even have a room key yet. And so I had oh, to damn. show him on his right. cell phone how to open the key to his door. Right. And I was like, look, you stay here. I need to go to the to the gift shop to get some provisions for the room. Couldn't need this, that, and the other, whatever. We didn't have a chance to stop at the gift shop. So I'll go do that. Y'all chill here. And so I went and walked over to the, uh, to the front desk. And that's a long walk. It is a long walk. And, and I, I get over there. And I... I, I go to the main lobby and the line of check-in is just as long as it was when we got there oh god <laughs> and i'm like screw this it's late i'm tired we've already checked in i'm just going to the concierge desk so i go to the concierge and i ask her and i said hey, excuse me my parents don't have the key cards for the room and she's like oh sir the front desk can help you out with that and i say uh no 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 i don't need to check a, the whole check-in thing or anything like that uh, I just want our, our my mom and dad uh, their room keys. They 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 need them reprinted. So I, yes, sir. No, no, no. If you just wait in line, they can help you right over there. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, ma'am, I've already waited in that line. We've already checked in. I'm tired. I want to go back to my room and go to bed. I don't have another 20 minutes to just wait in this line. I'm just over here to get something from the gift shop so I can go back to the room and go to bed. My mom and dad just need their room y'all were late getting their room together can you please just print out the tickets and give it's like okay i can do it but i gotta go run and do something else first but if you wait i can have them ready for you and i'm like that's fine i'm going to go to the gift shop i'll come back to come get their room keys 
I go to the gift shop. Who do I run into the gift shop? But that woman. <laughs> <laughs> and she sees me and is like, oh, hey, sir. And I'm like, hey, um, you getting my mom? To- yeah, you know, we had to work out some things. I tell you what, I'll have it delivered to their room. That would be great. So I grabbed the stuff. <laughs> I walk back to the room, and she did. She did have the tickets, the, my, my mom and dad's room keys, finally delivered over to their room. Oh, my god! it took about an hour. I was going to... Like, my mom and dad had stayed up until like 11, 11.30 just to get the room keys to their freaking room. This is just your first day, right? This is just the first day. She and I slipped it under the door like they do the bill. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say how that worked because they didn't yeah. have a room. So that's, that's why I was kind of... Yeah, that's kind of... They scary. had a room, and they could use their, they could use their phone as a key. That, so, just, but they needed the keys for the tickets, basically. Yeah, sorry. I, yeah. That was the level of cast member service on our very first day. Now, don't get me wrong. That's the most amount of negativity that we had in one day. But what a way to start. What a way to start. That's, That's crazy. a great way yeah, to put it. Yeah. Where it really kind of gave you the impression that the cast members, they used to delight... And taking a sad song and making it better. Yeah. They used to delight in making magic for you. And now they just tow the company line. It's just whatever the, the, the rule book says, that's all we can do. We can do no more. If you don't have to, even if you have a legit gripe, they don't. They don't do anything. They're not willing to do anything to help you. I don't know. I, I, think, I, I, I tell you what's interesting about this, and I, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but go ahead. When we, when we get to tomorrow, to the next day, one of the things that we did is we went through some training with Disney and the Disney Institute and this, that, and the other. And one of the big things that we talked about was, it's not my fault, but it is my problem. That's a good point. And but this is something that Disney is saying that that is their philosophy, and this is what they teach their cast members. So, I, I just want to make wait. The point say that, that again. Maybe, it's not my fault. Say that again. Say it's not my fault, but it's, it's my problem. My fault, but it is my problem. Oh, interesting. So it's like it's not my fault that you booked your flights of passage at the same time that you have a dining reservation. You did that. You agreed to it. You paid for it. Okay. I'm, again, I'm just being devil's advocate here, but. Now it's my problem. So what can I do to make this better? Now, I, wonder, I, wonder, so I wonder to what point is it that not necessarily that the cast members are the ones that have the issue. It's that they're not given the power. That's it. They're not given the power to make things right. That's, that's, what, uh, that's what Lee Cockrell would say to that. For that sure. uh, 100% yeah. that. They're, I get the impression they have no they, power. They obviously have been given the message that it's more important that the things be done this way as opposed to make sure that the guest is happy or, or whatever or solve the problem. You know, they're not given the authority or the freedom to solve the problems. It's like the parrot sketch in Monty Python where they'll <laughs> do something, but you've got to complain until you're blue in the face. And they really realize, okay, this dude is, he's not just angry, he's not just inconvenienced by this, he is mad enough about this that he's not going to take it. Now let's get somebody in the horn. Every single person that stepped in and, and created a little something where they couldn't, every single person had to make a phone call. Every single person had to 
talk to a superior. It never used to be like that. I was going to say. Yeah, they can well, make the decision. It yeah. used to be like they would just look at you and like they'd wave you through like, come on, come on, come on. Like yeah. my, my, my niece and them, if they're having problems with their tickets, they can clearly see there's tickets on their phone. Just be like, look, y'all come in. We'll work on it on our end. Y'all, why are we keeping y'all here for 15 minutes? Y'all paid to be in this park. Why would we keep you here for 15 minutes while we try to fix something on our end? Y'all go enjoy y'all time. We'll fix it on our end. That's what it should be. And it's not like that anymore. That's what I was going to say. It sounds like a thing where, one, the cast members are being obviously really micromanaged. If yes. They're yeah. terrified yes. to talk to a superior. I mean, in previous work experience I've, I've felt that fear but that sounds like that part but then the other part is like uh, like to what Lee was saying where what is it uh, it's not my fault but it's my problem yes. that sounds like being an IT person mm-hmm. and then part of that is is that sure maybe you can say that the the average person that walks into Disney doesn't know how you know GD plus works at Lightning Lane and overly crack them and all this other stuff how this works and they just want to have a vacation but at the same time this is a system that disney has created so as it, the the cast member by nature is one supposed to be able to be knowledgeable mm-hmm. enough to say oh, okay is this is that like in other words when you had all those issues at least one of them should have explained to you how crazy the procedure is and what they have to do to help you that might have kind of helped alleviate some of that stress. I don't think they want you to to see the wizard behind the curtain. It sounds like they <laughs> because don't. Because the wizard behind the curtain is not a friendly mouse at this point. I'm just saying. No. But why don't we, in the interest of moving things, I promise you no day will be as full as that. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and stop it right here before we get on to our second days. Yeah, so uh, thanks for that. That's as. Um, a tale of two trips for sure. It definitely for this show, it's a tale of two beginnings of trips. Mm-hmm. And so on our next episode, you'll hear the rest the of the week. The saga continues. The saga continues. You'll hear the rest of the episodes. Uh, let us know what you think, man. There's a lot of good points that were brought up regarding the customer service. Curious to know uh, how you feel it's going so far. Um, do you agree with some of the points uh, that have been made regarding uh, maybe st- the cast members have been stripped of their power to make magic as uh, easily, at least, yes. uh, as they used to do? Um, uh, what has been your experience? We're curious to know. Uh, reach out and let us know, and we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Well, guys, uh, we hope you enjoyed that day one of their trips. If you want to learn more about us, magicourway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to get in touch with us to share your experience with Disney customer service, you can do so through the following ways. Shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com, or you can call or send us a text message. Yes, I did say text at 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. That is 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. 669-4226. And, of course, we have a couple of guys that do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Hey, Rob Liefeld here, Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory. What a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. Best name. I'm here to talk about you. Mm. I am here to say, check out IvoryComics.com. That's right, you. Check out IvoryComics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. 
if you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. I don't want to miss out. Uh, the Savages comic cannot be beat. I'll nope, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. Mm. And you know the story. I do. It's all about the glory. That's what I heard. That's what I Congrats heard. to yeah. you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. The big package. The whole package. Said to. It's do it. IvoryComics.com. Right now. Lightfield out. Oh, that man tell the truth every time it hits a home run like Babe Ruth. Tell you what. That's a good candy bar right there. That is. That's some good stuff right yeah. there. You ain't never on your own with a good Babe Ruth. That's right. Floating in the pool. That's right. Baby Ruth, Mr. Goodbar, uh, Snickers, Snickers, all of it. You guys, what is up? What is up? <laughs> Eli Ivory. What a great name. What a great name. <laughs> Hershey's. <laughs> Mr. Hanky. Check out what they said because all that gives you that synergy that energy that you can go from the Ivory Comics website. You get all that good stuff Rob talked about and all those blogs and posts and interviews and all that stuff and always a link to the Magic Galway podcast so you never miss a beat. That's right, Marquita. That's right. You never miss an episode. No. Marquita. Get, get all the love. That's right. Y'all are totally messing up today Let's right now. Nikita. Y'all Mar- just Y'all just killing off my mojo Mar- right Quish. now. Marquita, come on. Help Mar- a brother out. Man. <laughs> come on, now. I, I need a phonetic spelling. How do you say it again? Makita. 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 Oh, I think I got some hand saws on Makita. Mm. There you go. That's that's tough. Yeah. So yeah, see this 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 never this never this never gets old. You. It's so powerful. It's, it's so strong like the like the power of truth. He wants to take you out and show you Good time. The power of love compels. Grab a pillow. That's right. All that. Grab that pillow. The power of love compels. That's it. (laughs) It's the power of love. (laughs) 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 Huey Lewis in the news. Do it. Do it. Do it. Makita, you want want to take you to Arby's? Want to do that? That's right. Get that extra salt. Get all the special. Get all the. Don't your lip. Tell it all. Just get there what you need. Just how you do it. Out of time. Good time. What do Back we future. It's always getting more time. Brown. It's always time. Don't disappear <laughs> on the phone, though. Marty. That's what you love. Marty. Hey. Your kids are <laughs> Where's it? Great Scott. But Einstein Great made it Scott. in the car. Because he'll, he'll punch Biff in the gin. <laughs> Just for you. He'll punch all your Biffs. I get all the Albadak. Any of the Biffs in your life. Eli, I'll take him out. I, that's the plan. It's man. the Libyans. <laughs> Greens. Sports. Almanac. What the hell that boy got on, DK? Yeah, why are you always beating up Libyans? That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do. Hey. <laughs> savage so funny and and you draw comics. Beat. That's it. Yes. Could that be beat? You, you know me. You never miss a beat. I never miss a beat. You never I'll miss hold. a beating of a Libyan. That's right. I will beat a Libyan. That's it. What All right. So, yeah, so where they can find you on uh, social media, man. <laughs> <laughs> where they can do that. Yes. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Thank you for that great segue. That's right. That's what Synergy's about. That's right. Magic Galway, IvoryComics.com. And Gem. All day. Mm-hmm. Doing it. Truly outrageous. That's Deadpool right. set to. That's right. Facebook out. Where well, you can find me there. Eli H. Ivory. As long as you're a real person, how you doing? If you're Makita, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> but if you're a bot, I don't know what you're doing. They get out of there. You're on your own, bot. You're on your own. You're on your own. Do you really get attacked by bots that much? Because you talk about every out of bottom every week. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, Ultron has it out for him. It you know. is. You know. Because yeah. he's all about that bot. Bot. About that bot. What? 
uh, yeah, you don't understand. There's an alternate life I got. You know, you got, you get out there, get out of that universe, come back to us. Well, what am I do? That that's so hang that, out in the multiverse. That's how. That's and you gotta hang out. Behind, you gotta you gotta come up with Cajun Chavez here, and he'll take you back. Help Kurt. me out, Cajun Chavez. <laughs> yes, you know Chavez. You know Eli likes big bots and he cannot lie. That's it. He cannot lie. Yeah. Never That's gonna true. lie. That's right. Umaga, Umaga. That was a that was a good one. I almost fell for that bot. Oh, I ordered that tonight from Sushi Umaga. Place. Umaga, Umaga. Yeah, <laughs> I got that from. Uh, it's another wrestling name. I, was gonna say, yeah, I think he's dead. He probably is a bot because he, Umaga he's passed away. He's a bot. Alrighty. All right. Yes. Yeah, so of course, uh, Project Gage has a Facebook page. So check that lovely stuff out. Uh, Instagram. You can find me right there. Yeah, every five or four posting up hearts and likes and all that good stuff and of course you can find me on twitter at hancock 10166 so if you appreciate the madness he's bringing me the gladness thank you very much i've been smiling in the ear buddy <laughs> oh my god nah, that's because you're thinking of marquisha yeah marquita 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 it does put a hot marquita marquita anyway guys look all the key this all the key if you want to book a vacation down to the world so you could experience the Disney magic, <laughs> you could do so through Lee. Lee, tell me how to do this. Of it, at least. <laughs> the drippings of magic. Yeah, that was, yeah. The remnants of the magic. The remnants of magic that you can cultivate into hopefully future gravy of magic. Future. Because that's what you do with the drippings of roast. If you want to walk up to the guest relations like Oliver Twist and say, please, sir, can I have some more magic? <laughs> More magic! Get out of here, kid. You're bothering me. We can run into a grumpy nomad lounge lady. Oh, man. I can't believe Grumpy nomad lounge lady. I can't believe they stopped serving exotic food at Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah. So so how do they book an awesome trip with you? Uh, Just give me a call at 832-431-1621. You can also email me at lee at magicrway.com. You can find me at Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. On Instagram, you got a friend in Lee Travel. TikTok, you can find me at you got a friend in Lee. And if, you, uh, if you do that, you'll see all of Kurt's handiwork. Uh, he was my phone a friend last week when I was in there. He was giving me all the good uh, videos to make, all the TikToks. How, how, how many yeah. times did y'all talk on the phone ago last week? Well, I made 50 videos, so probably like 50 times. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so check those out on TikTok when you get a chance. Well, hopefully you're donating uh, to Kirk's Patreon. Oh, P- Kirk's going to be well paid. Don't worry about that. All right. Will you pay him in? I'm paying him in, in beignets. Beignets. <laughs> All right. <laughs> those coffee. are a dime a dozen around here, though. Yeah, you got you to come well, better than well, that. I thought he was going to cook for you or something. Well, my, fir- my first time I see his first video, I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, he did a good job. My second time, I'm looking at this video. video got like 25,000 uh, views. It's up to And I'm thinking, this mother... Did, I don't even see my name nowhere on this video. He claiming all the credit. What the hell? He didn't know shit. I told him everything. Next few, next few videos, I see my name all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why your name was on there. I saw that. That's right. You, so you, him, you let him know. You said, man. I didn't say I'm not. I said, uh, give me some he's, credit. He's doing a good job. Yes, <laughs> and his beignets bring all the boys to the yard and damn mm-hmm. better than yours. You swing right. that knife for them, child. Hey, he, he even found he even found a golden on his own. I, I, I searched it out while he was there. He, said, man, he found a what on his own? A detail at uh, Hollywood Studios. So he said to me, "What does this mean? Does this mean anything?" I went look it up. I was like, "Oh, this is pretty interesting." Sent it back to him. And he made a video. Oh, on that it. water thing. 
No, the um, the what when you walk to the, the back the of the building, the fig juice. The uh, yeah, the fig juice. Yeah, yeah, the fig juice. Yeah, oh, yeah, the fig juice. yeah. that was on the that was disturbing. That was wild. Yeah, you only want me for my fig juice. Nice. Wow. Anyway, so uh, Kirk, uh, definitely want to thank you, Captain Cajun Chavez. Chavez, you Chavez, for stopping by the studio. I know it was it was fun. Just dropped it all of a sudden, like bam! Nobody expected me. Just show up, like the like you're like the Spanish Inquisition, like like a bad STD. You just show up. Nobody wants you here. But like hey, a you bad anyway. STD. That's because we can't see you because you're in the Mohican world. We can't see you. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would, he goes Chavez he Chavez. Thank you for somebody bring that up. No, no, you guys, you guys, <laughs> that chicken. Got hey. Gun. Oh, hey, go. hey, dog. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I'm not, my bad. Good guys, look. In addition, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, MagicRoy.com. Plus, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Roy podcast, go to Patreon.com forward slash Magic just like Kirk. And there you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to thank we also want to thank you for being a loyal listener. And thank you. And thank you. Mm-hmm. And we always <laughs> love hearing from your listeners. All opinions are always welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So Mawigans, we say Kwa Harini, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. <laughs> I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Marquita tequila.